Your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make it feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Post game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smith. You're listening to the Cho Show only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Choso Podcast presented by SwampReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. J.J. Smooth. We're back. Day two of four, we had, we're back on the football grind. This time we had uh, baseball yesterday with All-American pitcher Kyle Patterson, who I do appreciate again taking time to come on and talk to me there. Um, and I'm not going to spend too much time here. No, there will not be one tomorrow because tomorrow is game three of the NBA Finals. So just, just be ready for Thursday, Friday. We're going to have some uh, back on the football grind there as well, which should be with two coaches. I had mentioned uh, about trying to bring out as many coach interviews as possible. I'm glad we were able to get a couple done there. Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my guest now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma cornerback signee Jalik Lewis. Uh, Jalik, thank you for taking time to talk to me this afternoon. Uh, could, you start, could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, sir. I'm from uh, Denison, Texas. I grew up in Durant, Oklahoma, though, and I moved to Denison, Texas my uh, freshman year. Played football there, graduated from there. Uh, that's a great, it's a great town, great community, great football team. Oh, okay. Now, it is, it is, I'm glad you mentioned that because now you because you grew up in Oklahoma, you played football in Texas, so every day, you know, high school football is big here, but obviously it's really big in Texas. So like, what was that experience like uh, playing high school football in a state that some consider like the, the Mecca of high school football? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm an Oklahoma kid born and raised, but the football here and then the football there, it's like night and day. It's like when you play football in Texas, the whole town shuts down and they're ready to watch some Denison football. You know what I'm saying? And Durant, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's just like, hey, man, there's a football game on Friday night. Nah. <laughs> Denison, everybody knew. Okay, so, so like, what was what were those, like, atmospheres like? Because I'm sure that had to kind of be, like, a, a big shock and adjustment at first when you kind of, you know, saw the major difference in, in, in how it's, I guess, what the culture's like. Well, my first my first varsity my first varsity rep in Durant, Oklahoma. I was nervous. Of course, I'm just came out of middle school and I was a little nervous. But my first varsity rep in Denison was more like it was fast. I messed up a play. Very first play, I messed up. I got in the wrong coverage and my teammate got on me right then and there. That never happened to me. I was like, whoa, hey, you stay over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Okay. Um, okay. So you go from that to where we are now, where you're signing to play college ball. So what was that? What was the growing? I guess what was the growth? What was that uh, improvement from that time to where you are now? Mistakes, 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 mistakes. There you learn from them. I mean, yeah, you had to. You had no choice. I was. I was sitting in a defense with some really, really good people. And I mean, all they did was encourage and try to push you in my sophomore year. I got toasted coming out of Oklahoma to Texas. I got toasted. So uh, I learned from that. Bounce back junior year. Did pretty well. Senior year. Got the UCO offer and just went from there. Okay, now, now you, I believe now I did my research. I believe you were committed to Coach Doral at Abilene Christian. Because Doro gets let go, at some point you reopen your commitment, and then you decide to follow him to UCO. So, what was it about Coach Doro that made you want to follow him from Abilene Christian to UCO? I'm gonna be honest. Coach Doro is the craziest man I've ever met in my life, and I've, I've lived 18 years. He's the craziest man I've ever met in my life. He just, man, I'm talking. First time I met him, the impression was just. This out of this world, I met him at a camp and he looked at me and he just got these big old eyes and he's like, Julie, he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just sitting here. He said, exactly. Don't sit, stay. And I was like, oh, yes, sir. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, all right, you know, this guy's okay. It's a little wild. And then uh, when I went on my visit to Abilene, he was just excited, man. He just like, his energy is unmatched. Like he's just, he was so excited. And when he uh, got the job at UCO, I could just, I just knew, like, he told me, he offered me, he called me, offered me, and he got me there on the visit. And man, he was still like the same energy was there. Like it just never left. He was just, and I told my parents, I was like, hey, y'all just got to prepare yourselves. This dude's going to be yelling and we're going to be face to face. Just prepare yourself. And they're like, all right. First time my dad got in there, he's like, hey, how you doing? My dad was like, hey. Hey, how you doing? You all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, because when I, when I first met Coach Doro at his uh, intro press conference, I was like, okay, what is this man? He makes a heck of a first impression. <laughs> 100 <laughs> uh, percent Now, so you, you commit to UCO. Now, I asked this question to your fellow signing Cooper Wilcox. Some people are going to call you crazy for deciding to, to go to D2 over D1. So mm-hmm. I understand the quality competition in MIAA in Division Two, but what would you say to the people that like might only look at the number after the D and not the full picture of, of why you made this decision? Relationships. Relationships, relationships. Me, I feel like me and Coach Doyle have an unbreakable bond and we haven't even, like, we've We've met a couple of times. I see him every day now, but it's like, I feel like it's just on break. Like he has my back. I can go and talk to him about anything. I could when I was at Abilene. I can here. I could when I got to the camp. When he yelled at me at the camp, I feel like I could just go and just approach him and talk to him, and he would give me what I wanted. Going, going D1 and not having relationships, you're just, you're just there. It's, it's no fun. 
I mean, you're just there. Here, hi, love it. Amazing. So, okay, so now how big is that from a player standpoint to have a coach that you feel like genuinely cares about you, the person, and not just you, the player? Well, from a player standpoint, I'm, I mean, I'm here every day. So I have to see these people every day. And I want to be, I want to be a great teammate and a great player. And for me to do that, it's like, I have to be around these coaches. So I either don't like them or I like them. But for them, they approach me as a man, as a friend. And it's like, that's, you don't get that too much. And it's like, man, that, that's amazing. That just makes me, that makes me feel secure that I'm here because they care for me so much, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes, makes a lot of sense. Uh, you, you're echoing the sentiments. All the players that I've talked to so far, they, they, they kind of echo the same, that, 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 that not only Coach Doral, but the whole staff, they seem to mm-hmm. care about them as a, as a whole, as a player, as a person. And I think that's, that's really big because, you know, obviously, um, you know, you're going out there putting your body on the line for them. It's good to know that they uh, have that level of care. So now that you are, you sign on, well, I guess to ask, what was signing day like for you? Was it was it was it like an emotional experience finally putting pen to paper, or or was it something that that you kind of early on in your hustle career knew that that day was going to come? What, what was that experience like for you? Well, signing day was just it was very it was very emotional. I mean, going to college, going to college, it's it's a big thing for me. I don't have many family members that just go to college and then going to college for something that you love to do. It's just, it's just a whole nother step. So when I was able on signing day, I just took a deep breath, you know, just like, man, it's like, it's time, like pen to the paper. I was excited, man. I had all friends. We had a huge signing class, man. I was excited for everybody there. It was fun. It was really fun. Um, okay, so now that you are signed now, because I had to ask, because, you know, I did my scouting, looked at the film, made some notes for, for my signing day special. So if if you were to describe your game to Bronco Nation out there, how would you describe it? I'd say I'm very versatile. Very versatile. I can, I can, I can, I pride myself in doing a lot of different techniques, if that makes sense. So like like what 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 kind of techniques? Like man, I can go press, I can go fake press, I can go off man, I can show off man and then go press. I can play outside, I can play inside, I can play ten yards back, I can play in your flag. It doesn't matter. I feel like I'm very versatile. Now I'm glad you mentioned the press man because that was actually the first thing I had on my notes uh, that jumped out on the on the on the field, and it's something that I. I'm not gonna say it's it's rare, but like just just the the level at which you played. I mean, you were stonewalling guys like off the line. So like, how how are you able to do that? Because a lot of high school corners are, are, may not have the strength, or just I don't see the success level of press man to that degree that you showed on your on your your highlight film. It's just man, I uh, I know if they get past me. I have a I have a defensive coordinator that's gonna be to my left, and he's gonna he's gonna be yelling my name if they get past me. So uh, that's uh that's my motivation right there. <laughs> uh, 
<coughs> and then I also noticed in some of the clips, you, you do a really good job when you're along the boundary using the sideline as an extra defender. A lot of corners, especially young corners coming out of high school, they don't normally do that. So, like, you, you seem to have almost an advanced feel for the game in, in terms of that kind of stuff. W- what do you kind of credit uh, towards that? Is, is it just your preparation? It, it, was it your coaching? Like, what, what do you kind of credit towards that? Uh, there's a lot of things. I will be honest. There's a lot of things that, uh, that I can credit for those situations. Like uh, my uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, I trained with the uh, CFL cornerback Raheem Wilson and we worked a lot and he taught me he just taught me the feel of the game I uh my D, my Denison coaches they really really prepared me and just they just gave me tricks all types of tricks to the game that I needed to know and they just told me you know like look man sideline that's your friend use it you know it is what it is uh, and you, you're, you're also a willing tackler, which just you know, a, a lot. Some, some corners just hate tackling, but uh, on your film, you you willing and you make a very solid tackle. So, like, where does that, where does that come from? Because a lot of corners either don't tackle, or they kind of just like hold the man up until somebody else gets there, or they kind of throw a weak shoulder at you. But you actually get in there and make a tackle. Well, when I was in Durant, you know they uh, uh, they made fun of me for tackling and. <laughs> Transferring from Oklahoma to Texas, you know, I told you it was big. So when I got to Texas, they didn't just make fun of me. You know, it was worse. It was a lot worse. So I had to get my mind right. Like, look, I have to work on tackling. That has to be it. And like I told you, that defensive coordinator to the left, if I didn't make that tackle, I was getting tackled. <laughs> um, okay. So now you mentioned you're, you're, you're versatile, but what, what do you feel like your strength is as a corner? Press man. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and I don't know if, if, recur- if they're going to continue to use press man, talking to Kobe Stevens, but it's like, it was going to be a, a press man, heavy defense this year. So for you, uh, even though now you're making the adjustment to college, the MIAA has, has very big physical receivers. So do you anticipate, uh, I guess, like a, a rough adjustment period to that? Or do you think you'll be able to come in from, from day one and, and, and have success there? No, it's definitely an adjust. I, have, I definitely have to adjust. I, uh, these receivers are really, really good. I've uh, practiced with them for a couple of days so far, and it's been really fun. And I got to learn that these guys, they're strong also. So it's like, it's a battle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, so when do you anticipate being the biggest adjustment for you moving from, from high school football now to college? Just learning, learning the college game. I understood the high school game very well. Now it's just about learning the college game. That's, that's it. And what, what, what do you feel like you need to uh, improve on most about your game heading into your freshman season? I just got to get my eyes, just got to get every, everything right, knowing not to look in the backfield, knowing when I break to look at my receiver first, you know, just little, little details. Okay, okay. Um, what is your goal for your freshman season? National championship. Team goal. National championship, personal goal. 
become the leader that I know I am. Uh-huh. And, and what 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 would that detail for you? Instead of since you know I got here, new guy, freshman, I'm usually in the back of things. I like to be in the front. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and so okay, so as a now you're gonna because as a freshman. Normally, you you kind of are tasked with kind of sitting in the back, observing. You shouldn't want to be out front. So, like, is there like is there a conundrum there for you, or like how how do you how do you kind of anticipate yourself trying to work your way in the in the ladder of respect in that room? How do you plan to work your way up from someone who's better to just kind of sit back and listen to someone who's kind of at the forefront leading? Well, I understand, you know, all the guys that's been here, you know, my vets and I respect every single one of them and they all work really hard, but I just intend to work as hard or harder than them. Like, no, nothing shorter, nothing like that. I just want to be as much help to the team as I can. Okay. And uh, that, that, that first, I don't say it's a long way. Well, I guess it's about a hundred or so days away now. That first college game, how do you anticipate that that feeling, you know, when, when you run on the field for the first time, you're in a UCL uniform, how do you an, an anticipate uh, that experience for? I'm excited for it. I just, I, I try not to think about it because then I get too anxious. And it's just, man, I get so excited because I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I haven't been in pads in a while. <laughs> it's been a too long. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, um, I guess before I get you out of here, um, we do this every new guest, get to know your questions. Uh, so wh- your, your, favorite, your favorite sports team? Favorite sports team? Green Bay Packers. Oh, okay. Now, you, now, I don't know your way. Your teammate, Dante McGee, he was Packers fan. I, I kind of I ribbed the band there about the draft because – once again, the first round came and went, and there was no receiver taken. Now, you did pick a couple, I think, in the second and third and fourth rounds. Are, are you feeling confident about that receiving core now that Devontae Adams is gone and he kind of was the receiving core? You know, you, you feeling confident there that they can uh, help Aaron Rodgers get the job done? Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Aaron Rodgers okay. is an elite quarterback. He is the best of the best, and I think, I think he'll get him right. I honestly do. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Your favorite musical artist? Favorite musical artist? Man, I'm going to have to say Mary J. Blige. Oh, okay. Now, that's a new one. Okay. Okay. Do um, you have a favorite song by her? Real Love. Real Love. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the first, the first R and B guy who got yeah. so far. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, now so where, where did you get your love for R and B? Because most come on here, and I've either gotten, I've either gotten, I got hip hop, I've gotten country, and I've gotten rock. You're the first R and B guy, so like, where does that love come from? I have. Uh, no diss to my dad, but my dad's an old head, man. He, he's very old head. So I grew up on Tupac. I grew up on uh, 
Mary J. Blige. I grew up on Biggie. I grew up on a lot of just old 50 Cent, Nipsey Hustle. I grew up on a lot of old artists. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of picked it up from him. And yeah, I just kept it going from there. Okay. Now, now when, when, when you were in Texas now, did you, did you get... Did you get exposed to the to the uh, rap scene down there? You know the the the, the Paul Walls, the DJ Screws. The, you know, did, did you did you get exposed to any of that when you were you know down there during your time? No, when I was in Texas, I brought country music to Texas, so that's all I listened to when I was in Texas. <laughs> country music. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, your your favorite TV show. Favorite TV show. Oh man. That's a hard one. I'm probably probably gonna go with something like Empire. Okay. I uh nah I hate Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Empire it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just throw the shade. I just throw the shade of Grey's Anatomy that in there. Okay. Uh you see your your favorite movie. Favorite movie. <clears throat> Probably coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Okay, then that, that's a very good choice. Um, they, your your favorite hobby outside of football? Favorite hobby outside of football? Uh, it would probably be learning to cook. That is that is up there. Okay. Okay. So now now we so. Do, so is it just because you want to know how to cook or, or have, have you been cooking just trying to expand your repertoire? Well, my dad's a pretty good chef. And I told him when I come back from college, you know, he's not going to be that guy no more. I'm going to be the guy making big, big dog meals. And so I'm just I'm teaching myself day by day all these recipes. They're not very okay. good, but I mean. So okay, so at, at at this point in time, if someone came to you and said, "Make me your best dish," what would that be? I'm probably gonna go chicken pasta and broccoli. Okay, okay. What kind of what kind of sauce? The uh, the uh the marinara the uh ah. Uh, God, what's the name for it? It's like the white marinara sauce. That stuff, good. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, so your 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 favorite food in general? Favorite food? Oh, pulled pork. Oof, okay, okay. That, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, because I mean, I imagine you had to have some good ones down there. I think in, in barbecue, kind of. Uh, Kind of big down there in Texas a little bit. There, I'm, I'm sure you had a man. <laughs> best barbecue, <laughs> best barbecues in Denison, Texas. I promise you, Bears Barbecue is the best spot in Texas. <laughs> okay, well, you heard it here. All right, well then, I, I guess if I'm in that area, then I'll I'll, I'll go. Um, there you go. See, uh, are you a you a you a gamer at all? Mm, no, no. Uh, let's see here. Now, in terms of gear, okay, what are we? Are we a person? Do do you do you do you go heavy with the swag, or are you like your teammate Kobe Stevens, whose idea of swag is like part of a towel and 
like no show socks. I'm a no show socks and towel guy. Like I don't, I'm not a heavy swag guy. That's what. Okay. Okay. Well, Something I, light. I've been told, yeah. Well, I, I've been told that Trayvon Craig kind of, uh, you know, uh, kind of, you know, it, it, it uh, laughs at that. According to according to Kobe, Trayvon Craig's one of those guys that dresses to the gills, and and so and I just okay. Okay, I swear that. Um, you have any pregame uh, routines that you normally do? Uh, not necessarily. Just listen to some. I usually listen to some R and B on the way there. We get to the locker room, and then when we're about to go out, about fifteen minutes till, I just listen to some real rap type of stuff. But nothing, no pregame stuff. Nothing too serious. Now, when you say real rap, what, what what are you considering real rap? I go little baby and uh, NBA young boy and the baby. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, I guess then my final question for you would be: uh, you have a message to Bronco Nation about what they can expect from you this upcoming season? Man, they can expect all the positivity and as much help as they need. And I'm just here, here to get better every day. Okay. Well, Julie, I, I appreciate you taking time this afternoon to talk to me. Uh, I wish you the best of luck this this upcoming season. I, I feel like, given your film, uh, I, I feel like you 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 got a chance to come in there and, and definitely make it tough on coaches as, as to whether or not... Um, play you early so i'm wishing you uh the best of luck this season and uh you're more than welcome to come back on again at uh any time we would love to have you hey appreciate it thank you jaleek yes sir so again i want to thank jaleek for taking time to come on if you listen to the signing day special then you would know how high i am on this man if you over um, if you have not, go over to the uh, Show Podcast Network YouTube channel. Link should be in the description here on Spotify. Check out the defensive uh, table as defensive breakdown. It's the last breakdown. Also, peep this interview. I have some footage, some film in there. Uh, I really think this man has all the tools uh, to become a lockdown corner. You know, I, I feel like the, the secondary was a problem at corner last year. You know, we, we kind of all know the struggles, and I don't want to rehash that, but it was kind of a revolving door there opposite of Darius Hawkins, who has now graduated, and uh, Kobe Stevens, who we had on a couple of weeks ago, was able to kind of stabilize that at the back half of the season. But I really think that Jaleek is a, is, is a guy. The mindset is there. Uh, I just... It's going to be tough. I, I, I really feel like he's a guy that's going to push for, for, for playing time. And I feel like he should have a, a very good uh, football career in a Bronco uniform. So, uh, again, be on the lookout Thursday. We will not have an episode out uh, tomorrow because, again, tomorrow is the NBA Finals. So, uh, third, the third Thursday and Friday, we will be back with some more UCL football. I should have a couple of coaches on there uh, as we work our way up the ladder on that front. So, uh, until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, a.k.a. JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.